Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast in which we watch every episode of Degrassi The Next Generation and then talk about it for like 30 to 45 minutes. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season two, episode 15, Hot for Teacher. And Kelsey, can you please read us the YouTube summary? I sure can. Uh, JT gets in trouble in science class, but he is elated when his punishment is spending a week after school with hot teacher Miss Hatsalakos. Jimmy and Spinner decide to start a truth pact, which ends up in- endangering their friendship. Um, I mean, yeah, very short, sweet, to the point, true. You you may have heard Holland say, oh, after the hot teacher thing. Agreed. Speaking of hot teachers, Holland, can you just tell us about this episode title? Yeah, the episode title is Hot for Teacher, which is a Van Halen song that came out in 1984. I think it's pretty on the nose for the episode because the boys are really gross about Miss Hotzalakos, a.k.a. Miss Hot Sauce, which I hate. Also, jumping back to the episode summary, a weird use of the word endangering. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. It's it's all, like, the B story is kind of silly, and then the A story is very dumb and kind of silly, although I'm very pro guinea pigs. I don't know. Also, Hot for Teacher, good music video. Yeah, iconic. But the episode starts off in Mrs. H's class, or Miss H's class, and JT's being a dummy and not paying attention, and he, like, has, like, a mastodon figurine that he keeps like playing with and butting in people's faces and then he somehow gets two of them and starts making them like do gross things and then he gets in trouble with Miss H and that's when he gets detention. What I don't understand is that JT can do that like he not that but like all right so towards the like middle or the end or basically anytime JT uh starts to act like a real human and he's like focused on doing his work and like doing a good job or whatever Sean and Toby give him shit but at the very beginning of this episode Toby's like leave me alone and do your work and no one's giving Toby shit they're just like yeah okay yeah i don't know it's i don't i don't understand i think maybe JT is kind of like painted himself into a corner of being like the class clown and he's either like annoying being a class clown or he's just there for their entertainment and when he's not entertaining them they like give him shit and like poke at him until he does something funny I don't know it's weird it's super weird and it's just it's just annoying and it's like he's such an immature doofus but they so instigate and it's like ugh, whatever so Miss Hotzalakos gives him a punishment where he has to come in every morning and like and after school to feed the guinea pigs. And he's like, okay. And he does this like look her up and down thing, which is super gross and like wildly inappropriate. Um, So he goes to her classroom to feed the guinea pigs. And she's like explaining to him like what they do. And he is disgusting. And he drops his pen. And he's like, oops, is that your pen? And she goes, nope, must be yours, which is great (laughs) and makes me laugh every time. Yeah. And he's just being gross. And then finally, like after a few failed attempts to be pervy, well, he is pervy, but a few failed attempts to like make a move on her or whatever. I don't even know what he's trying to do. 
Um, he finally gets serious and gets interested in the guinea pigs. And he's like, oh, do you want me to do, like, research? I can, like, help out. I don't know. Whatever. And then we hop over to the grade eights and nines. Uh, they're the grade eights. Whatever. Um, OG grade eights. They are in math class. And Spinner goes over for help from Mr. Armstrong. And apparently... Spinner has some B.O., which is, like, zero surprise to anybody. And he, like, confronts Jimmy. He's like, dude, why didn't you tell me about this? And Jimmy's like, I don't know. You, got, you like, stank all week. But I don't know. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. And then they, like, make this weird, like, truth pact where they have to tell each other, like, the full truth all the time. And then Spinner starts, like, bathing himself at the drinking fountain. It's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it was funny because Ellie is the one who, like, points it out to him. Um, and she, like, she, she was not chill about it, though. She was, she was like, honesty is the best policy. And she was like, Spinner, rule one of puberty, shower every day, <laughs> which was really funny. Um, I don't have a lot of fashion notes, but I want to talk about her hair. So should we do fashion police? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I hate her hair. I hate it. Like, it's different than it normally is. So it was like, oh, this is refreshing. But... I don't like it. I don't love the bangs that big. It looks kind of like a helmet. I don't love the three ponytails. It just does not work for me. Yeah, it was very strange. And like the bangs kind of come out of nowhere. And I feel like the next time we see her, she probably doesn't have bangs again. So I'm just very confused about the weird makeshift bangs. Um, I don't. (laughs) And um, the only other thing I really remember is. That at the end, JT is wearing an awful outfit where he has, like, orange baggy pants and, like, a forest green shirt. And he's wearing, like, an orange vest over it. And it's just all bad. Um, At the very beginning, Sean is wearing a blue t-shirt. And it's nice. I don't know. It's a good look for him. He doesn't he doesn't stray from black and white a lot. So seeing him in, like, a plain blue t-shirt, I'm like, oh, this is a good look for you. I will say I was not a fan of the gross shot of Ms. Hatsalakos' legs at one point, like in her skirt and her heels. I was like, cameraman, you guys are pervy too. Like, I get what you're trying to do, but I did not like it. I didn't either. Um, Yeah, I have no other notes. I mean, her pink shirt with the bow on it was fine. Um, but I mean, they clearly gave it to like accentuate like her endowments. Um, so I'm like, eh, it's fine, whatever. Yeah, that's all I got. Fashion police over book them, whatever. I don't know how we're closing this out, but yeah. So Spinner and Jimmy have a truth pact, and then later we hop back to. Miss H is looking for JT and all the boys are like making fun of him and being gross. Like I am so disappointed in Sean in this episode because he is so gross and talks about Miss H in such a gross way that I'm like, why do I like you? You're disgusting right now. He is. He calls her Miss Hot Sauce. It's like, ugh. Because what the? Because they're asking him about his time with her when they were in like media immersion. And he's like, how was Miss Hot Sauce? And JT like pretends like the pen thing worked which it didn't and then mr simpson picks up the pen and he's like is this your pen and she's like yeah thanks <laughs> but then he continues to talk about it and i'm just like all oh, this is gross and terrible um but yeah then miss h is looking for jt because 
Isabella the guinea pig is pregnant. And which I kind of figured as soon as he was like, she's big. And she's like, yeah, she's bigger than usual. I was like, oh, a guinea pig's going to be pregnant. That's exciting. Um, So, yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, And he's excited. And he's like, I'm going to do research, which I really like that side of JT a lot. Like, I like him as a person who gives a shit about things and tries hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was a refreshing new look at JT. And he was very into researching, like, guinea pig care and, like, what to do when your guinea pig is pregnant. It was very nice. And Emma helps him spell guinea pig right. <laughs> and that's a nice little moment too. Oh, also, I really liked Emma's hair um, with her like little braid in the front. Her hair looked great in this episode. Um, And then hopping back, we go into English class with Queen Kwan. And the grade nines are there. And Ashley is reading some dumbass poem or something. And I, like, wrote down a little bit of it. It starts out with, like, Rolanda stared into the soul of an eclipse. I don't remember the rest of it, but it's really pretentious and ridiculous. And, like, Spinner and Jimmy are, like, laughing at it under their breath. And Queen Quan is like, do you have anything to say? And Jimmy's like, oh, no, 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 no. But Spinner's like, oh, yes, he does. We made a pact. And I'm like, I thought the pact was between the two of them. But I guess it's like they have to be honest with everybody on Earth. And then Jimmy basically says what we're all thinking in that she is trying way too hard to be deep. And then Ashley comes back with the best, like, dumb Ashley line ever. I wouldn't expect a conformist to understand, which is what I'm going to use now forever. It's just like how sometimes I'll like to say I'm not here to make friends. Like, this is I'm adding this to that. Of just things to say that mean nothing. So dumb. And then Jimmy's like, dude, I was Ashley and I were so close to reconnecting. And then you made me do that. Like, this is so dumb. And then this is like the next day. And then Ashley comes up to him and was like, and he's like, oh, I'm really sorry. And she's like, don't be. You totally helped me improve my story. It was great. And then they share like a weird like look. And then Spinner is like, Dude, I'm going to be honest. You and Ashley getting back together is a disaster. You're totally whipped in like a weak man when you're with her. Which like, okay, so Spinner is garbage and we know this, but I fully agree with him. I'm like, it's not so much about Jimmy being like a strong person. It's just that, or like a man or whatever. It's just that like fucking he and Ashley are not well matched for each other and she walks all over him. So it's just not a good thing for him. It doesn't like hurt his masculinity, calm down. But it's just like... Yeah, no, do not date again, please. I, they are my anti-ship. <laughs> They're so terrible. But then we are back in Miss H's class, and Toby and uh, Sean are like, so what happened with you, Miss H? They're being so dumb. And they keep, like, pestering JT and pestering JT, and JT's just, like, minding his own business. But then he gets poked enough to where... He sticks two balloons up his shirt and starts, like, imitating Miss H and being really gross and offensive and sexist, and I hate it. It's really unfortunate, and he just caves to peer pressure so early. Oh, by the way, earlier in the episode, um, Sean and Toby are like, JT has a new girlfriend, like, and then um, Manny and Emma are like, really? Liberty, finally? <laughs> Which is hilarious. Um, and they're like, no, Miss H. And they were talking about like the age rule where it's like half your age plus seven. Not acknowledging the fact that this, if it was real, would be a crime. Um, <laughs> and she's like, so Miss H is what, like 30? Which I think is generous. <laughs> 
very generous, especially when we like learn a little bit more about her and like things that like would maybe inform her age a little bit more. But yeah, very generous. Also, I believe Manny says something like, oh, JT, so typical, so immature and dumb. And I'm like, yes, Manny, you get it. She really does. She gets JT. Um, Yeah. So I wanted to talk about that for a second because it's like, that's hilarious. And I think that her assuming that Miss H is 30 is that like her mom is 30. And I think she's at that age where you just kind of assume that like all adults are the same age. Mm -hmm. Like she's not stupid, but it's like, I think when you're 13, like above 20 doesn't fully register. (laughs) Exactly. But then... So he's doing his gross balloon boob thing and Miss H comes in and catches him and it's really awkward and gross. And then later Miss H is in the Zen garden listening like to her Walkman and JD comes in and like apologizes to her and she's like, okay. And he's like, wait, what more do you want from me? I already apologized. And I'm like, oh, you're so gross. You don't even know what you did wrong. You just know you should apologize. Like, he literally just went in and said, I'm sorry, I apologize, and expected it to be better, which is like, what is your deal? Fuck that. That's so. That's just shitty. So she's like, yeah, no, it doesn't matter that you apologized. You were still an asshole. Like, fuck you. I mean, not in so many words. But he was like, I'm really sorry, you know? And she was like, whatever. He's like, I'm going to transfer out of your class. But she's like, she's like, I'm not mad at you. She's like, I'm mad at you for what you did, but also, like, it's disappointing because you're a smart kid, which meh, I think she's overqualifying him. I think he's a person that could work harder and be smarter. Um, but she's like, but you're wasting all of your potential on being a class clown, which I agree with. Yeah, but she also she says it like, you know, I'm really angry because you're wasting your potential. Da, da, da. I'm like, shouldn't you be really angry that he was being a sexist asshole towards you? I don't know. I would probably be more angry about that, but whatever. I would definitely be more angry about that. And later on in the episode, when they're like trying to lure Isabella back into her cage, she's like, that's why I'm really angry. Like when he's like, were you a model? She's like, that's why I'm really angry about what you did because teaching is my life. And I'm like, you keep changing why you're really angry. (laughs) I mean, you can be really angry about all of those things, but you keep like changing what you're saying to him. And it's probably not going to get the message across. But whatever. So he does his non-apology and is like, I'm going to transfer out of your class, whatever. And then we hop back to more like, like Jimmy is in the media immersion lab and starts making a truth list for Spinner. That's just like 20 things long of all these things, just like insults towards about Spinner. Like one of, and Terry comes up and is like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, it's my truth list for Spinner. And she's like, cheap? Yeah, that's really constructive. And then he's like, you know what? Do you want me to start making a Terry list? Top of the list. Nosy. Doesn't mind her own business. And she's like, okay, whatever. I'm leaving. Which, like, fair. Um, Yeah, no, an honesty list is a fucking terrible idea. Here's a list of all the flaws I think you have. No, Holland's never do that to me. (laughs) I would never. (laughs) Don't do it to me either. So then he makes this honesty list, and then we see him, like, reciting. He's like, number 17, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, all these dumb things. 
And Spinner's like, okay, I get it, dude. Like, stop talking to me. And he's like, oh, yeah. And another thing, you say dude like way too much. And then Spinner comes up with like, with like, oh, yeah, well, you have a shiny forehead, dude. And then he like gets on the bus and they keep yelling at each other. And my favorite line of all time, because then Spinner is like, he's like, and you're a bum. You're over my house all the time. And Jimmy goes, that's because you pee on the seat and my mom doesn't want you over anymore, <laughs> which made me laugh a lot. <laughs> it was so funny. And like, that's like as the bus is driving away and like all these kids start looking at him and he's like, what? <laughs> and... So then, like, this is after school, and then so JT goes to Miss H's class. He's going to go feed the guinea pigs, but he looks inside, and the door is locked, but he sees that Isabella, the guinea pig, has gotten out, and then he runs to find Miss H, and she's like, he's like, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. She's like, I'll talk to you tomorrow, and he's like, Isabella escaped. So then they go inside the science class. They, like, have a guinea pig chase sequence, and then she ends up crawling like underneath one of the desks and Miss H is like, oh no, the janitor sprayed rat poison everywhere because that's, we're gonna up the stakes somehow. <laughs> yeah, and then um, JT is like, oh, well, they decide that they're both gonna wait it out and she's like, you should go and he's like, no, just call my parents and tell them like that I'm gonna be here until this is solved and then he's saying that he did some research and he's like, you know, we'll have to put on some soft music and turn down the lights. And I was like, is he hitting on her again or is this real? But it was real. But he's like calling to her and I'm like, she's a guinea pig. She's not going to come when you call. Why don't you don't know how this works at all, do you? But I really like I mean, maybe it's just because there's been so much of that in the news of like teachers like sleeping with their young male students it's really gross but I really kind of expected like Radage or someone to walk in and think something was happening because they were both on the floor with all the lights out and like soft music playing <laughs> and of course she just like has classical music on deck ready to go well that is what she was listening to in her walk man but yeah they like start to wait it out they're like playing the music and that's when they have like another one of their conversations where like JT gets a little chastised again and they kind of find a way to make up, I guess. And then Isabella crawls into the cage and they're like, yay, we got her. Woohoo. And then the next day, um, Spinner and Jimmy are like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't do this honesty thing anymore. It's like not great for our friendship. And then they do that while they're waiting in Miss Kwan's class. And then she comes in and she has like a pen in her mouth and the ink has bled all over her lips. And then they don't tell her what's wrong because now they're not being honest. I'm like, I don't know. Like, you should still like maybe tell Queen Kwan that she's got something going on. I think they like, they took the moral of their story to an extreme and they just like totally interpreted it the wrong way. I'm just like, ugh, you guys are dummies but whatever so on the last day of like this storyline um jt is back in uh miss h's classroom and he's like talking to he's talking to her about something and then she's like she walks away and sean and toby come over and they're like so what happened last night we heard that like you were you spent some like late night quality time with miss h and he's like well, and he he actually, I like what he did here. He's like, well, we turned the lights off, soft music playing. We were this close. We looked into each other's eyes. It was beautiful. 
Isabella climbed into her cage and 15 minutes later she had her babies. <laughs> and they're like, that's it? That's all that happened? Which I say, of course that's all that happened. He's a child. That's a crime. <laughs> yes, that's all that happened. Oh my God. And he's like, guinea pig birth is a beautiful thing. And then like she looks over and she like smiles. So I thought it was a really nice ending to it. Yeah, I know. And I was like, did you really expect something to happen between the two of them? Like, in what world is that something that happens? Like, no. Um, but yeah, I really like the ending. And I'm hoping after this episode, JT is slightly less pervy, but I guess we will see. I don't have high hopes. I mean, I, I would love that, but I, I'm not even cautiously optimistic. Like, nope, he's going to be gross forever. He's just going to be taller later on. That's it. I don't know. But whatever. Maybe he'll be less gross with Miss H. And that is all I can hope for, is that somebody stops calling her Miss Hot Sauce, because that's <laughs> stupid. Uh, I'm very disappointed in Sean. I'm so sad about it. But speaking of my fave being problematic, and I love him anyway, who are we shipping this episode? I don't really... I don't. I don't want to ship Jimmy and Ashley, but they're the only like people who had an interaction. So I'm just going to say, I don't, Isabella and who, whatever guinea pig got her pregnant. Seconded. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. JT and Liberty to side with Emma. But I, I really, I like the, I like the Isabella angle. I think that's pretty great. Um, and I would like to point out that they named this guinea pig Isabella pre-Twilight. So there you go. Go Degrassi. Um, Spirit Squad Captain. Nobody. Everyone. I hate, I Like this episode was funny, but it was also like a shit show. Um, I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm. I hate to do it, but I'm actually going to go with JT because he really came full circle. Like he started off as a shitty garbage person and he ended up being able to like stand in front of his friends and be like, guinea pigs, you know, <laughs> like and like I did not have sex with my teacher and I'm not going to lie to you about it. Like so at least like he kind of like he turned over his like deal like he's like he's, he became a better person. There was like actual growth throughout this like a weird crazy episode i agree yeah i'm like trying to think of somebody else and the only thing i can come up with is like terry for the two seconds she was like this is a bad idea and like manny for the two seconds when she was like you guys are gross but yeah i guess jt he definitely he definitely at least grew as a character and that's i guess all we can really ask for um the moral of the episode um, be honest, but be gentle of other people's feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And don't, and again, like, don't think, don't, like, care too much about what other people think about you or, like, don't succumb to peer pressure, I guess. I don't know. And don't be sexist. Yeah. Those all seem fine. Um, so this is a short one. <laughs> we didn't have a ton to say. 
sorry. It was a fairly straightforward episode. Not it was a it was a super duper filler episode. But um plugs, I guess. Um you can follow us on Twitter at Degrassi Pod. You can follow us on Tumblr at whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. And if you want to email us, if you have any questions, if you want to send us any like fan fiction scenes you want us to read. I don't know why I keep asking for this because I'm afraid that we might get like gross things, but I kind of don't even care. But you can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. And we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes. Um, and if you're on iTunes, you can rate and review and subscribe to us. That kind of gives us a bump and it helps us out. Yep, we would really appreciate that. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z at the end. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And as far as plugging something else for you guys to check out, um, I think I'm going to plug Blink-182's latest single, Rabbit Hole. It's a fun listen. Check it out. That's all I really got. And I'm going to plug this. Um, I mean, she's a like comic artist, and she also is a writer, and I mean... Jenny Slate follows her, so that's how you know she's good. But she's she's really incredible. And I follow her Instagram and also just her life. Uh, her name is Liana Fink, L-I-A-N-A-F-I-N-C-K. Um, 10 out of 10 would recommend following her Instagram. Um, but she also does, like, a lot of – she's, like, done stuff for The New Yorker, and she's awesome. So, yeah, that's, that's my recommendation. She's very funny and kind of dark and – I feel like we're living parallel lives because she'll like write stuff about like really disappointing online dating situations. And I'm like, you get me. <laughs> so it's great. It's good. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yay. I'm probably going to follow her. Um, But all right. <laughs> Coming in at 26 minutes. We're out of here. <laughs> Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.